Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. I'm your host, Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. We've had tons of uh, guests. Well, not tons. We've had, I guess in the last month, the first time we've ever had guests. Oh, yeah. It's been uh, th- uh, three. Yeah, we've had three back-to-back-to-back awesome Awesome we had guests. one episode, one normal episode in between, but three awesome guests. Yep, yep. And so uh, we haven't really shared. I haven't shared listener stories. I haven't uh, shared your feedback because I've just been talking to these guests. So I know you guys have sent me some things, but if you have listener stories, if you have uh, feedback or movie club recommendations, please email me at chillinwithcultclass at gmail or DM chillinwithcult.class on Instagram because uh, I miss you guys. I want to hear these listener stories and I know, stuff. I love them. I love hearing from, from the audience. And I think for 2023, I'm going to start inviting some of you guys on to be like listener stories live on the podcast if you're interested i'm not exactly sure how that's gonna look yet we, we haven't figured it out right yeah we'll get the details maybe and you can post about it on the instagram yeah, i'll post about it in 2023 because i think you guys have so many cool stories and you sometimes you voice memo me them yeah in your account of it is better than how I can translate it. So you're welcome to write me stories. I'm also going to have audio stories next year, and I'm also planning a lot more guests for 2023. So excited. Yeah, me too. It's going to be really fun, really, (laughs) really fun. So, um, But just thank you guys for hanging along and like just being here. Because you made 2022 one of the best years ever of my life. Same here. It's been incredible. Thank you for letting me come on and be a part of this. This has been so fun. Everyone's so nice. We have, like, the best <laughs> listeners ever. Art, um, like, you guys are just, like, so cool. Everybody who follows my art at cult.class and everybody who follows this podcast is just rad. Like, nobody... Absolutely. It's only nice vibes all the time, and and we so appreciate that. And thank you, Nick, for jumping it onto the podcast oh, and helping me out with it. Not a problem. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're new to the podcast... Or if you forgot, Nick is my husband and he helps with like production stuff and behind the scenes stuff. And um, also I've meant to mention, if you are new to the podcast, we talk about movie club. Movie club is simply, we pick a movie every week. Mm-hmm. You listen, oh, sorry, you don't listen to movies. Well, you do listen to movies and you watch them. So listen and watch the movies simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, use all your senses you and watch the movie and then listen to the next episode when we talk about it. And you can always send me feedback or uh, we, Sham and other people have sent awesome movie recommendations it's in the, the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
just different listeners have sent movie recommendations so send them our way but what an awesome year so after this episode we are going to be off for two weeks until 2023 till 2023 so we'll be back let me look at the date see you in the new year Mm-hmm. it'll be the first no it'll be january 8th because oh, that's right new yes, year's yes, is yes. the first so january 8th will be the next episode <laughs> hmm what else uh what has been going on with us well we had our first snow day here you yeah know, like the first time and it was beautiful in our new house, in our we new house. right 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 yeah, we moved. um and how fun was that the dogs loved it the dogs loved um, it um we have a big long driveway that we had to like figure out. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't quite figured it out. The male woman won't come down the driveway. I don't she just blame her. Stares at us I from don't... the top of the driveway. Yeah. We're like yeah, we're we're getting there. We have a shovel right now, but we need to find like a local plow person yeah. or something. Yeah, we have to get a figure. Because you guys out. know we live like out in the middle of the boonies now, so. But it looks. Oh we have a gosh. long driveway. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, everything. Something about the snow though. It's so just like refreshing and clean. You know. I it's know. Just, like, like restart on to the winter season yes absolutely it just makes everything look it makes the world look like pure and clean there you go absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely and and nope. then it's cozy too totally yeah nothing like like bundling up next to the fire throwing on a flick having some food or something yeah. just relaxing it's the best having a blanket a blanket. Mick said that. He squinted his eyes and smiled. A blanket. Yeah, totally. Uh, and we love this stuff because we got to track all kinds of animals. Oh, yeah. And that's a really fun thing. If you have kids, especially. Go out there. Yeah. Just if it snows. Squirrels, rabbits, everything. It's so fun it's so when fun. it's a fresh snow. You can see anything. And where they go. You know, there's no hiding. Yeah. It's, uh, their trails and everything. And now that like all the leaves have fallen, you can really just see them because every they're usually like blend in. You yeah. Know? But now there's like this white background that just mm-hmm. pop out. Yeah. It's so fun, you know. Yeah. It's We've been, been doing a lot of that. Just like looking beautiful. out the windows at everything, the bunnies, the squirrels. Yeah, that's like all we do. <laughs> we spent last night. I I had a caffeinated seltzer, uh, cheese puffs, my giant camera lens. I have this big wildlife lens. Um, that I'm gonna start sharing my my wildlife photos on Nightwalker. That's our outdoor business, so you can follow that at at, um, at Nightwalker Outdoors on Instagram. Yes, and but last night I was sitting in the windowsill in the pitch black with cheese puffs caffeinated seltzer this giant camera in my robe because you guys know i love oh, those robes. i bought nick a robe too yes, i'm a robe person i never knew i had an enemy he looks like a um he looks like obi-wan when he walks around the house <laughs> it's such an awesome robe oh, and those pockets are great too like yeah. you know i can put my laptop in it it's awesome you know <laughs> they're huge robes are uh, guys if you're looking for a good Christmas gift for yourself, forget everybody else. Oh, yeah, Get yeah. a robe. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Give the gift of, of comfort to yourself. Get a robe. Yes. This is not sponsored. I just yeah, love robes. This is not a drill either. You should just do it. <laughs> just do it. So, um, yeah, so go check out your tracks outside if you have the opportunity. Stuff. It's yeah. really cool. So we actually discovered that we have this big 10-point uh, buck wandering around our house. Big old deer, yeah. And 10 points... For anybody who might not know, means that they have he has ten antler points on his head total. So he's a big boy, 
And so we got to see his tracks all through the snow. Big feet and the little tiny deer feet next to it. And yeah, totally. We got a bobcat. Yeah, yeah. Big oh my gosh. bobcat, yeah, as big out, as our dog. I let out the dogs and think, you know, thank goodness I saw him just in time before. I like shove the door closed so the dogs would run out after him. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it was like as That'd big as, as one of our dogs. Big old guy. And yep. then he just kind of walked away. Yep. Um, yeah, I know. But and then we went running in the snow. That was yeah. fun. Looked at crazy people. There's no tracks on our trail. <laughs> and it's like kind of along the I side. love to like uh, encourage insanity in, in cold weather. Like I uh, like doing last year at Nick's family's lake house, we did a pole. We just jumped in the lake oh, when it was cold. It. Oh, it yeah, was just yeah. me. And so like when it snows, I'm like, why don't we go running outside? And Nick always kind of looks at me like I'm crazy, but then he he becomes a really good sport. And so, and so we went, we've gone like four times in the snow. No, summer. yeah, no, yeah. It's just always so funny because there's like no tracks, no one around. And it's like, it kind of parallels the highway. So, and they're, we're like up on a hill. It's just so funny that like, if I was the motorist driving by us, I would just think these people are insane. Totally insane. Totally insane. Oh, it is insane. It's actively snowing. There's six inches on the ground. It was like the real field was like 11. Mm, it was freezing. It was brutal. It was a brutal know? run. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. All it was, of them. It was fun. Brutal. Yeah, super fun. It is fun. It makes you feel alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, who else is doing this? You know? It's, it's exactly. good stuff. Yeah. It's, Another thing. that's uncomfortable every day, guys. It's good for you. You say it like that. Good for ya. It's good for ya, guys. Good for ya. It just is. <laughs> she should talk that way the rest of the there podcast. <laughs> no, it is good for you, though. He's rude about that. And then, really good. Really good. Yeah, really good. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an underrated thing, like... Again, if you have kids, or just like for your life, I, I don't know why I keep saying if you have kids. Like we don't have kids, but I feel like these things are fun things in life. Totally, yeah. totally. No, well, yeah, I feel like you know you always want to show a kid something that's cool, so then yeah. they'll grow up with it, and then you know just be alive, be out in in the snow and the rain. It's fun. Oh, absolutely. The outdoors are the best. Get a little, yeah, get a little dirty, get a little messy. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt anybody. Sweaty, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's a rant on that. Another thing that Nick doesn't care as much about that I've discovered is slow churned ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> slow-churned when we ice were talking cream. about what are we going to talk about on the podcast, I said the slow churned ice cream. And Nick doesn't, he was like, why would he talk about that? <laughs> you got to talk about what you love, I guess. But <laughs> I recently discovered slow churned ice cream. And so what is slow churn? It's, you've told me five times, I still don't know what I it is. I literally have no idea okay. what it is. Like, I, I assume but they just like a, slow a, churn it. It's just they make it, it takes a longer make. Yeah. I think, but I don't know how that affects, like, the fat and caloric, like, level so of it. So that's the benefit, right? It's, like, quote-unquote healthier. Right, like, so it has, like, astronomically less like oh i don't know about fat actually but i would assume fat but less calories is just like better for you okay and so and i'm an ice cream lover so it's in a taste it's not like you know those healthy ice creams like it actually tastes like ice cream yeah 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 not putting any brands under the bus but we all know who you're talking about (laughs) yeah those those healthy ice creams those 340 calorie ice cream yeah Yeah, a whole gallon of ice cream for 150 (laughs) calories yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, exactly those no that's like yeah. Well, those are okay. I've eaten. No, they're yeah. okay if you're like really trying to like. But I'd just rather not eat ice cream. No, yeah. You know, if you're gonna do it, just same. do it. You know. So slow churn. This stuff is comes they close. Just, to the they boat. just churn it slow. I <laughs> That's guess. That's what I. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it takes the fat out of it magically. I don't know what. I don't know why. Why? But it's healthier. Happening. That's the it's point. Healthier. It's healthier. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and. Uh, 
That's pretty much my only story with that. Other yeah. than I went to the Dollar General the other day. Uh-huh. And also, side note, Dollar General has become like mini Targets. Wait, what is up with that? They're really like a whole shopping experience. You can like bread and eggs there now. Bread, eggs, um, you can get organic snacks, you can get like a rug for your house, you can get motor oil, you, you can yeah. get uh, Zyrtec. You can get clothes there. They <laughs> yes. have, you have like, like literally, that's yeah, not a like joke. sweatshirts, like sweatpants. I, I didn't know this was a thing, but I don't know if they rebranded or what, but I love Dollar General now. Yeah. And Dollar General is the only place that I've discovered <laughs> sells slow turned ice cream. So yeah, yeah. anybody who's interested in slow turned ice cream, if you have it other places, check it out. But definitely it's at Dollar General. Totally. Yeah. I think. I don't know. This is also not sponsored. Yeah. But I like Dollar General. <laughs> Dollar General is awesome. Yeah, I feel like growing up, that was like the place where you got like things whenever like, whenever I moved to like my first place from my parents' place. Oh, totally. That was like where I got all my Your kitchen. Your spatula. My kitchen, exactly. My spoon, kitchen stuff. Yeah. yeah, for like a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Like, all those this will last until a dollar. I move next year, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Although some of those things last a long time and some of them break. No, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it was just like wild to see how far they've come. I know. It's like everything except like fresh vegetables, I feel like, are there. It's like a whole. That's like, what, that's mini the thing. Walmart super center. That's what the lady said. She said we have everything except for like produce. Really? But, yeah, totally. Um, Nothing's a dollar, just that. Like, oh, not, yeah. th- not really anything's a dollar. But I don't think anything, is anything even a dollar at Dollar Tree anymore? Like, Oh, Dollar Tree. So that's different. Dollar, dollar Tree, Tree is like the dollar, like, dollar. Like nothing over a dollar. Yeah. Right, because Five Below also used to be like Five Below. Yeah, and now yeah. it's like five, but sometimes 10 and 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's their, no. They have like a slogan on the door that's like five and sometimes up or something yeah, like right. that. Yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Dollar Tree's... I, yeah, that I think was Dollar Tree might not spot, be a dollar anymore either. I think, yeah, I think they've had to get, you know, it's only like the Costco hot dog and pizza slice are hanging on, you know, <laughs> by, hanging the, on. by the prices. God right? bless them. God bless them. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Dollar General rocks. Rules. And it is, I, we still go, we were like, oh my God, we don't have a butter container? <laughs> like we were there the oh, other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still becoming adults. So. Oh, yeah. Aren't you always though? Yeah. You're always trying to get a little like bit that. better. Yeah. But. That's something I really wanted my mom to see when she visited. Like, I was like, look at, do you want butter? And I pulled out this porcelain. <laughs> she didn't know it was from Dollar Tree, this porcelain. Or that it was noon, we didn't already have one. <laughs> yeah, that we didn't have one, like, you it know, paper when we moved something. into this house. <laughs> That we've just been using sticks. Everybody uses sticks. Do you guys use sticks? I don't know. I mean, anyway. I mean or you can do a tub, I guess. Oh, yeah. spreadable. Spreadable, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. No, that's a good stuff. Yeah, yeah. but we put the sticks on the butter tray now. Mm-hmm. Like real adults. Like adults. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. We did it for Thanksgiving. We even had we even had pans for Thanksgiving. Like, my oh, mom was like, oh, these, like, porcelain a casserole dishes. Dollar General. It was Dollar like General, five guys. bucks. Go there. You know, save I yourself some cash. I think one warped in the dishwasher, but... Or it was just like that. You know, who knows? Yeah, but it's like one of those things. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Everything's so expensive these days. Check out Dollar General if you're looking for just like general things first. I guarantee you, at least you'll have a good time. <laughs> you'll at least be able to find like a good bag of Skittles or something. Right. You know? Or some slow churn ice cream. There you go. <laughs> Wow. Well, this episode has been brought to you by Dollar General. Um, <laughs> unofficial. <laughs> unofficially. Unofficially. Yeah. It, we'll go. We'll, we're going on to read a copy now. For I them. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to have James make a, a Dollar General ad now. Uh, and when I bought my slow churn ice cream last night, I was like, 
Okay, so it's like one of those stores, and then don't worry. You guys can just fast forward through this, by the way. But What do you got? <laughs> it's not that interesting. <laughs> Nick and I are rambling today, but uh, I was like, I needed this this slow churned ice cream. You're fixed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's one of those stores where you should just get a cart, but I didn't. I just got a basket, which was a step up from getting nothing, which I usually do and carry everything around in my arms. <laughs> But I had the basket, but then that wasn't enough. So I had everything kind of, like, falling out of my arms, too. And because, uh, again, you're like, ooh, a butter dish. Ooh, peanut butter. Ooh, whatever. Yeah. So there was this really mean lady in front of the slow-churned ice cream. She was just standing in front of it. And I was like, excuse me. And she just, like, stared at me. And she was, like, really mad. I don't know why. She was looking at her phone. Like, I don't know if something sure. was going on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and uh-huh. so I got to the slow and ice cream, and I, like, fished it out. Uh-huh. And she just watched me. And I was like, this is, like, she's just, like, in a, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. But I need this ice cream. So I got the ice cream, fumbled my way up to the cash register. Okay. And it's self-checkout. Mm-hmm. And I dropped, it was a gallon of ice cream, and I dropped it. Oh, on the man. floor. Oh, no. And I was like, no. And it, it was one of those things where I had so many things in my arms, I yeah. couldn't bend down and pick it up. Sure. So I just watched it roll. And it oh rolled about they... 20 feet. <laughs> and it kept roll. going. It kept, But nobody was around. I was like, uh-huh. nobody's seeing this. Nobody's uh-huh. seeing this. And it kept rolling. And it rolled all the way up to the cash registers, like under like the walkway things and some displays. Oh, and I was like, no. oh, God. No, like, it's I'm coming not... back with like, oh. you know, some fuzz or something. Yeah. <laughs> fuzz at best. Oh, and I was like, I'm not going to buy this ice cream with all the stuff oh all over gosh. it. So I, like, chased this ice cream all around with yeah, all the yeah, stuff yeah. falling out of my arms. I'm like, good thing nobody's watching me. Oh, and I man. pull it out from under the cash register, and it has, like, all this, like, filth on it. Yeah. And I hate to admit this, but I shouldn't even admit this on this podcast. But I was like, I, I was like, I just got to put this back. So I went back in front of the mean lady. <laughs> Oh. I put it back. I tried to wipe it off, kind of, like with my jacket sleeve, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, I just remembered I have to wash. Oh, but man. I put it back, and the angry lady was, like, just staring at me again, and I Should thought... Should there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here. Here. Here you go. Oh, you want ice cream? Yeah. And so I thought, well, like, this is going to look weird, but she doesn't seem to care. She just mm. hates me. So I just, like, right. quickly switched it, and I was like, thank God nobody saw She doesn't know that I was, like, putting away this, like, filthy ice cream. Yeah. And I'm such a bad person for admitting that. And then I, I go back... I that's the worst. I go back up to the cash register, and I realized that there was the maintenance man. He was on a ladder uh-huh. over the cash registers. Uh-huh. Fixing a light. Okay. And he watched my whole experience whole from an happened. aerial view. <laughs> he chases down and then run, look around, make sure nobody's watching me like a criminal. That's hilarious. And put it back. Oh, you probably made his day. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I thought did. That's Actually. a hilarious story. I thought you were going to say it as when you dropped it, it rolled and knocked down like a stacked bean display or something, you know, just <laughs> kind of like dominoes or something. And then the store blew up or something. <laughs> the store blew up. I don't know. <laughs> the beans, it was like one of those things, like a Wallace and Gromit thing, <laughs> yes. where like the beans hit the Then the aisles start and falling then, in the yeah. shelf and, you know. And then the, the cereal box and yeah. the kid in the head and the kid spit and the spit <laughs> and the, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden the store is oh, on fire. Like, totally, totally. That didn't happen, but. Um, well, but you got your ice cream. Mission a little success yeah. with a little 
bump in the road. Yeah, a little bump. And yeah. I feel I'm I'm sorry for whoever grabs that other ice cream. That was who knows. Well, you know what? Maybe not everyone's on this little turn ice cream tip, so it still may be there. You know, like sometimes people you know? comment, yeah, and yeah, like maybe people don't know, and like people will message me like, "You seem like such a nice person," and I think like generally I am, but like right now I'm airing out my dirtiest laundry. <laughs> Oh man, if that's the if that's the dirtiest thing you got, I think you're. I feel guilty right. about it. Maybe I just felt like I had to get that off my chest. Yeah, there you go. All right, now just do three hell marys and then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're good to go. Oh my gosh! Oh, you guys should see. I'm reading. I have this. I bought a Spider-Man statue that holds my phone. I'll post a picture on the Instagram again at chillingwithcult.class on Instagram. But I'm reading my phone from the Spider-Man statue, and it's so awesome because his hands are holding the bottom of my phone, so it looks like Spider-Man's holding my phone. Anyway, okay, now time for Movie Club. This week's Movie Club discussion is proudly brought to you by Nightwalker Outdoors. Love the outdoors and fitness? Check out Caitlin and Nick's business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors and on their website, nightwalkeroutdoors.com. Enjoy this week's Movie Club. movie club pick was The Thing from 1982. And I picked this movie because it's set in Antarctica. It's set in the snow and I thought it would be perfect for the winter. So I actually misspoke last episode because I said I hadn't seen the original. No, I said that I had seen the original and I had never seen the remake. Mm -hmm. Watching this I had never seen the original. Oh, they got it backwards. Yes. Okay, okay. So uh, the original, The Thing, is crazy. That was such a great pick. (laughs) It was was such a good pick. That was so much fun. Like, 
And so wild of a ride. It was a wild ride. Oh, like, what is the you, thing? You it's the, got... Yeah, the, the creature was great, but the whole thing, it was, you know, you have the paranormal, you have the paranoia, you have the whodunit, you yes. have the isolation, you know. it's There's so many facets that, like, you go along with the characters of the movie. Uh, it's That was... I just... I really like that. Yeah, yeah, I did too. The... And Kurt Russell, as a as like a young guy, oh, he I doesn't know. even look like him. I know. I like, oh my god, Mr. Snow, like Mr. Snow guy, little, little snow guy with his little leather snow outfit, all done up, all done up. It's like, who are you trying to impress out there, Kurt? Right. I don't know. It's cool that you say the isolation too, because I was thinking that when we were watching it, how we've talked about how we picked the movie Signs, right? The birds. There was another movie where they're um, totally isolated and how that was a very Hitchcock-style thing to do. And that actually plays into a lot of horror and sci-fi movies now that I'm watching them. Is like this idea that yeah. these people are isolated and one... It makes you feel, as a viewer, claustrophobic. It makes the, um, the characters very, like, stuck. Yes, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. terrifying. Mm -hmm. And this movie was 100% that. Totally, yeah. So there is no, like, exit or escape. There is no exit. It's just I dealing mean, with the... this thing. Yes, and they're in Antarctica. It's yeah. not like, oh, like, they're in, in signs, facility. like, where they're in a town, you know, they're part of a town still. Right, right. Or the birds. It's like, they're yeah. they're way isolated. Yes, yes. Um, I, I actually didn't tell you, and it's part of the facts, the Norwegian camp that John Carpenter films is mm -hmm. actually also the camp that they're in. Oh. They didn't have two sets. They just... <laughs> they just, like, they just burned it. Yeah, they just... At, when they, like... At the end, they just filmed the Norwegian parts. Like, wow. at the end with that, because they had a tight budget. Oh, that's Isn't really that cool? cool. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. And they filmed it in Canada, not in Antarctica, but it said a lot of the budget was um, used to keep the cast and crew warm. Because it was totally. actually super. It cold. looks like a, it doesn't look like they're like using a snow machine with fake snow. It looks like a real cold. Yeah, place. yeah. And I love uh, I love when they uncover the UFO. Oh, that was awesome. That was so awesome. Cool. And they said it was there for or like buried for so long. And so it was yeah. huge. I love I loved that. Like I know. like instead of like a small craft that's like the size of like an F one fifty or something, this thing was like a small island. That was yes. Like, all right. It was huge. All right. The, the aliens are here, man. This is so cool. It, I love like scale like that. Yes. Where and in, in art too. Sometimes I with my art like I don't talk about my art on the podcast that much, but it just made me think of like. Um, I always want to make things like big and a focal point, but when it's scaled down and the person looks so tiny mm -hmm. compared to, and they had a zoom out shot of the UFO, yeah. that's like the coolest that was awesome. visuals. Rad. It's like if you can nail that, it's so fun yeah. to see because scale is so cool and this UFO is so big. Yeah. And it's fun because in the opening credits, the UFO just kind of zooms by the, um, I think you were like getting a drink you or something. So. Yeah, yeah. But it zooms by the like you it the zooms by earth oh, oh okay oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you right. kind of know that this ufo is going to come like back into play okay and you you kind of assume that this thing's like an alien but when you see that ufo like yeah. in the snow it's like whoa yeah yeah no that was that was sick and, um, go ahead. oh go ahead oh well the dog too i was about to say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was pretty cool because i didn't know in that opening scene i was like 
all right, this dog's gonna be important somehow, and it's like yeah. evading, um, uh, like evading Shots. being shot. Yeah, you know? like, uh, this this is crazy. And now that you say that, because we were we were saying we were like, geez, they've had like a hundred <laughs> shots at this dog. <laughs> what is the deal? Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's like it was probably intentionally, intelligently yeah, like dodging shots. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was like that was interesting to like look back. And I didn't know that. Okay, of course, you know he's not going to be shot by a gun. Yeah. You know, it's the thing. Oh, the thing. Oof. Yeah. It and was the, so ugly. All the revealing, like the makeup art that like went into this was. Crazy! I read uh -huh. somewhere they spent like a million dollars just developing uh, the like makeup and like, special effects. Yeah, special effects. Yep. Like, but this was like before even like CGI or was like being incorporated that often. Mm -hmm. So it was like a lot of like they had to invent and manipulate rubbers and yeah. you know paints and oils to have like the liquids and all the cords that came out of the bodies. Mm -hmm. And so they, yeah, it was like a million dollars on or, or more. I think it was. To, to do that for the film. You said rubbers. <laughs> How did I say it? You just said manipulating rubbers. Oh, like rubber, like rubbers. No, and I like... know. I don't know why I can't get that. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm, I'm like such a child. Okay, uh, so and it's then, cool that yeah. you say that because yeah. another fact was that there's a special effects legend named Stan Winston at the time mm -hmm. who worked on a lot of famous movies, including, I believe, Aliens, Predator, oh, cool. Terminator, and oh, yeah. he helped oh, with totally a lot of the special effects with this movie, totally but he never well. took credit because oh, wow. the main guy who was in charge of special effects was yeah. doing like a great job, but he was so exhausted because he was like the only one in charge, and there's so oh much gosh. special effects. One in guy movie. doing all this? Yes. That's and so crazy. They pulled in Stan Winston, and Stan Winston was like, "Oh, this guy's doing a great job. I'll just help him out. I don't yeah. want any credit for it." What a guy! And, yeah, and so, um, but that's particularly why I think I they totally had two see, amazing special yes. effects people. And on I it. totally see like the touch of like Predator and Alien in mm -hmm. like the things like whenever he comes from people like the face and stuff like that like i don't know i can like see i yes. can see it you know oh, well, i can see his, his touch and things yes like when the dog's face expands right. <laughs> it's very alieny and like the skull falls out it's oh. like a whole thing yeah very alieny yes, very yes. alien yeah like when the alien busts out of the body right um well that's really cool what a guy you know yeah so that's me and uh just one issue i had with this movie let me hear it is and i would be interested to know what you guys would say although i think we'd probably all since we've seen the movie say the same thing but like if if a bunch of norwegians who are like surviving in the arctic are trying to shoot an animal and chasing it down would you take that animal in they were so willing. I know they were like, "Oh, go. you're terrible!" Dog. I get, Come I get that has to like get the story going, but yeah, in real life, yeah, no way. Hey, in real hey, life, wouldn't you be like, "Why are they trying to shoot this yeah, animal?" Get this dog and you, and go back where you came from. Yeah, like I'm not trying to like. I don't know why. I would think it was rabbit or something. At the like least. I don't. I wouldn't instantly think it's an alien, but no, I would think course, it's yeah. rabbit. Right, right, right. No, yeah, that was. They were so accepting of this dog. They were so willing to like shoot the guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh but my god. Take in the dog. Right. It was kind of weird. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still an amazing movie. I get it. Movie. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Okay, here are a couple facts, and these facts are from mentalfloss.com. The movie was a flop when it was released. It was partly E.T.'s fault. What the thing lacks in comedy, it makes up for tenfold in claustrophobia, paranoia, loneliness, 
and some of the most incredibly frightening practical effects in film history. Yet audiences were none too receptive to the film, at least at first. The Thing earned just shy of 20 million at the domestic box office. The Thing was also released the same day as Blade Runner, so a lot of sci-fi competition competition. going on between E.T., Blade Runner, The Thing. Um, It also got scathing reviews from critics when it first came out, though, you know, we know how we feel about that. Oh, yeah. Critics, eh, who cares? Um, It's not a remake, although a lot of people think it is, though often it's cited as a remake of the 1951 film The Thing from Another World, it's really not, though the two films do share the same source material, which side note I would like to read, John, John Campbell Jr.'s 1938 story Who Goes There? John Carpenter was clear that he didn't want to compete with the old film, which was greatly beloved by him, um, so he went back to the novella and like rewrote it basically rewrote the film so it was different than the thing from the other world Mm. the thing from another world unlike the 1951 film carpenter's movie features a creature that can perfectly imitate its victims interesting yeah uh this is kind of crazy kurt russell almost killed himself with a stick of dynamite russell threw an actual stick of dynamite during a scene towards the end of the film he did not however anticipate it being so powerful Russell was literally blown backwards after the device detonated. This take was left in the film. Whoa, that's <laughs> right, crazy. My other fact is that the um, the U.S. camp and, and the Norwegian camp are the same in the film. So they didn't they didn't build two sets; they're cool. one set. Another thing, uh, this is major. John Carpenter says that McGrady. Is that how he says his name in the movie? McGrady, I think. It yeah. goes by Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Mac and Childs are both human at the end of the film. So there's this question, though he does admit that he was trying to play with, like, what, you know, are the one of them, yeah. like, possessed isn't the word, but Gonna the thing. Be, yeah, inhabited um, by this creature. Mm-hmm. But he claims that they were both humans by the end of the film. Okay, there, well, there's some clarity. Yeah. Another cool thing is John, this is John Carpenter's favorite movie he's ever filmed. Um, of all the movies he's directed. So he also directed Halloween, The Fog, Big Trouble in Little China, and They Live, and The Thing was his favorite movie he ever did. That's so cool. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, definitely recommend to watch it. Um, and where did we watch it again? Was it Amazon? Yeah, we rented it on yeah, Amazon. Like, it was free on like Tubi or something, but now now you can only rent it's it worth, right now. It's worth it, I'm telling it you. It is the, worth the, the rent. Two, if you're three, in a bucks, It's worth it. Uh, buy it even it's like it holds up it's an older film but it's super fun super super really fun. well well done Definitely. well well done mm-hmm. like makes you paranoid makes you freaked out also makes you kind of like roused out with totally. how it looks it, the thing is so oh they incorporate these spider arms that's what i was gonna say where oh you're like gosh, oh yeah. gosh this is just gross like some of the things are gross i had to look down at like we we've talked we joked about how nick and i look at our phone or go get snacks <laughs> and this was one of those movies where i was like oh uh, somebody emailed me like yeah. well, i gotta respond to this email um so that was last week's film this week's movie club pick and again we're gonna be off the next two weeks so you have plenty of time to watch this is troll on netflix it came out in 2022. It's an awesome movie. So I fun. thoroughly enjoyed yeah, this movie. Yeah, I really, really liked it, too. A little different. A little, unique. So unique. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's a creature feature, but it's it's something different than what we've been, you know, it's not aliens, it's not ghosts. So Troll, T-R-O-L-L, and it's on Netflix. 
and it came out in 2022. It is a foreign film, but it's all dubbed in English. So if you don't speak a foreign language, or I guess you could read it too if you choose to do that. Yeah. But um, easy to watch, really cool visuals. And it's a fun one. Yeah, it's a great one. So Troll, that's this week's Movie Club Pick. have some very cool boys and girls on my list who are asking for a gift that is unique and out of this world. But I have no ideas whatsoever on what I'm going to leave them in their stockings. Well, have you checked out cultclassart.com? Cultclassart.com, you say, Sprinkles? That's right, Santa. Cultclassart.com features photorealistic digital artwork where otherworldly science fiction meets retro surrealism. And this unique artwork comes in fine art prints, NFTs, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, blankets, and so many other awesome products that are sure to make all those cool kids on your list smile on Christmas morning. Well, cultclassart.com sounds perfect, Sprinkles. I just know the cool girls and boys are going to love those unique gifts. And since it is your first time ordering Santa, make sure to sign up at cultclassart.com to get 10% off, too, which is sure to save you some serious moolah this Christmas season. Thank you, Sprinkles. It is a true holiday miracle. You have saved Christmas. Now I am off to give my naughty list to Krampus. So you order everyone on that cool list something from cultclassart.com, and I will pick it up. Yes, sir, Santa. Oh, and Sprinkles, be sure to order yourself something amazing from cultclassart.com. Consider it a thank you for saving Christmas. Thank you, sir. And it is truly a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to go to cultclassart.com now and enter CHILLING at checkout to get 10% off today. That's C-H-I-L-L-I-N. CHILLING. See you there, and happy holidays. This week's Scary Story. Okay, this week's scary story is kind of two things. First, I wanted to talk about a little about the history of Christmas. And then I'm going to talk about a story that I've never heard. And since we were discussing tracks in the snow, and it has been snowy, and it is cold and dark, I thought uh, the second story is really cool. I've never heard of it. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. So the first thing I want to talk about is from thebigthink.com. That's where I got a lot of the facts. But while I was researching for a story for this week, I kept coming across stories about how ghost stories used to be told on Christmas Eve. It was a very popular tradition. I thought that was super interesting because I've never heard that before. Um, Although... I guess it kind of makes sense because they're dark nights, they're long nights, and uh, reading more about it, it fits. So here's some notes from The Big Think. As the carousel of endless holiday songs pervades the backgrounds of our lives this time of year, 
you might have noticed a peculiar line that goes, there'll be ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's heard in Andy Williams' 1963 holiday classic, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, as a singer lists off festive traditions associated with the holiday. As it turns out, gathering around a fire to share ghost stories was actually a beloved Christmas tradition in the late 1800s into the early 1900s. Frigid temperatures and long nights were considered the best conditions to share grim stories. So where exactly did these supernatural elements come from? Historically, December 25th actually has had a closer link to pre-Christian festivals that honored the winter solstice than with Christianity. Mistletoe, holly berries, wreaths, and yule logs, for instance, are all pagan symbols. Puritan leaders even tried to abolish Christmas at one point because there was no biblical basis for celebrating the day. Celebrations like Yuletide symbolically celebrate death of light and the longest night of the year. For this reason, the date was considered to be the most haunted as the veil between the realms of the living and the dead was at its thinnest. Perhaps it's also because without the luxury of modern medicine and healthcare, the chilly breath of death always felt a bit close during the winter, a season particularly fraught with illness. Conditions were ripe for imaginations to run wild with what might await beyond the grave. So I thought that was pretty neat because I don't associate Christmas with ghost stories. But when I think about it more, I realize there are a lot of Christmas tales and stories that involve ghosts, particularly A Christmas Carol, uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. And so I, I, I guess I've never thought, huh, I wonder why there are ghosts involved in Christmas? But this, this is why, I guess. It's a big tradition, and so if you guys want to be that person in your family who's like, everybody's singing Christmas carols, or you're like, let's tell ghost stories, be that person. Tell them that it's historical, and tell them some creepy stories around the fire. But I wanted to share that, and now let's jump into this week's scary, scary story about footprints in the snow. You can show your support for this podcast by visiting chillinwithcultclass.com and follow on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. Also, remember to follow Caitlin's out-of-this-world art at cult.class on Instagram. This week's scary story is the mystery of the devil's footprints. The devil's footprints were mysterious cloven hoof marks imprinted in the Devon snow over the night of the 8th and the 9th of February in 1855. Sweeping an unyielding trail of up to 100 miles, they were found in fields and lanes, they scaled rooftops and jumped up drain pipes. They were undeterred by solid objects such as haystacks or walls and were undaunted by rivers. Theories abound as to what might have created this extraordinary phenomenon, with many believing it was Satan himself. Now, I had to share this story because I have never heard about the devil's footprints in the snow. This is new to me. And since Nick and I were just out in the snow tracking footprints and it's winter time, I thought this was a perfect story to share So here we go. This all takes place in the UK, and I found this information on discovery.com. 
So what were the devil's footprints? The devil's footprints, also known as the devil's hoof prints, were an extraordinary trail of imprints in the snow in southwest England that materialized over the course of the night of the 8th and 9th of February 1855. The prints looked as though they had been created by cloven hooves, but were, in all other respects, utterly inexplicable. The cloven hoof shape of the devil's footprints were said to resemble those of a donkey, but the gait was not that of a four-legged animal. They were believed to have been those of a bipedal or two-legged creature. Each of the devil's hooves footprints measured about three inches wide and four inches long, which is not dissimilar to that of a donkey's. The steps, however, were comparatively small, spaced between eight and 16 inches apart in a single file. The devil's hoof prints were primarily found in the county of Devon, but some reports included Dorset as well. The exact route of the devil's footprints is unclear. If all accounts are to be believed, the route seemed to go in a circular pattern. It took in the distance of 40 miles overall, but also meandered and wandered extensively within that area, so could have covered up to 100 miles. One of the most unusual aspects of the devil's footprints were the places they were and were not found. There were accounts of them skipping over areas or jumping from one place to another, of being on rooftops on either side of the river, and also some solitary prints in fields. One farmer recounted the devil's footprints stopping on one side of the haystack only to restart on the other side of the haystack without the stack being touched. The Times article of 16 February 1855 spoke of a vast number of foot tracks of a most strange and mysterious description. The superstitious go so far as to believe that they are the marks of Satan himself. With the shape of the marks so resembling the devil's described cloven hooves, many were quick to ascribe the phenomenon to the Prince of Darkness. This was all the more sinister in conjunction with the myriad marks to and from doorsteps encircling homes and churches, creating rife speculation that he was combing the countryside for sinners. While many believe this phenomenon was the work of the devil, many other theories abound regarding the mystery of the devil's footprints. People have theorized hoaxes, different types of animals, cryptids, aliens, and maybe a combination of other factors. Still, a lack of evidence and witnesses means that it's unlikely that the source of the devil's footprints will ever be determined. What is certain is that the mystery has continued to fascinate any who come across it, and that without a firm explanation, some will always believe that it is Satan who wandered Devon on that fateful night in 1855. So that's a pretty crazy story. That's so weird. So, well, my first question is, how did people... First of all, find them. I guess if you're in like a building well, there that's high. Well, hundreds of miles. Oh, you're saying the, the prints on the, the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you're like in a building higher that you can see another building. See roof. down. Yeah. yeah, I guess. And haystacks is easy. Or like a sure. farmer said it, it seemed to leap over a haystack because there were prints on one side, prints on, on the other. other. Um, I don't know. I think it's odd because it's like. Usually, animal tracks are pretty identifiable. Totally. So yeah, the fact kind of that like, this whole town is like doesn't recognize. They said it's, it looked like a donkey, but mm -hmm. doesn't walk like a donkey. It's, it has two two legs. So it's like 
Weird. It reminds me a lot of the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it has yeah. the clothes and hooves. Totally, totally. And, um, I can't remember if we've talked about this on the, this podcast yet, but there, there is a lady in New Jersey who claims to have seen the Jersey Devil had an encounter with it. Yeah. This was in the early 2000s or something like that. And she had a photo of Prince on her roof. Mm. And they look like hooves. Um, yes, kind of trotting along. Yeah, mm. like walking mm-hmm. two feet. I don't know. Really creepy. And so since we're encouraging you guys to go out in the snow and look for tracks, and now, <laughs> since, uh, yeah, we're doing that, now I got a spookio with some creepy, <laughs> creepy possible tracks you might see. You're probably not going to see <laughs> the devil's footprints. But if you start tracking some tracks and then they just stop, that's or that you can't weird. recognize them and they disappear or something and nobody in your town knows what they are, send us pictures. Totally, totally. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, send us pictures. <laughs> Please. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. So cool. But if it looks weird, Google it first because that's like, like yeah. I know like rabbit and that's squirrel tracks, like yeah. how they leap. These are very like distinct, but like you wouldn't think it'd be its print mm. in the snow and stuff like that. Um, and like raccoons, you know, they all have like very unique things in the snow so like check it out it's really interesting stuff and like kate was saying earlier so really fun with some kids too you okay know? we're bringing in a lot of like scientific reasoning here <laughs> if you see something crazy in the snow send us pictures shoot it over yeah or the thing <laughs> oh yeah don't well if you see the thing don't don't contact me because i won't know if it's you or the thing i know <laughs> How would anybody ever know? How would they? I don't know. Well, we were going. <laughs> Maybe to it's fi- already here. We were going to find out the scientific test Although, that never was able to be done because all the blood kept getting destroyed. Remember? Oh, they were right. going to try In to figure movie. out a way. Yeah. But now we'll never know. And now the audience, if the thing gets out in the yes. universe, yeah. we'll never know the test. But they are predatory, so I think we. I don't know. Or it'd be, I think, a quick matter. Are of they time. among us? This is like this Ooh. goes back to my conversations with Ryan and James. I don't know. Uh, last two episodes, by the way. Check if you haven't listened, check them out. Man, that chill in the air means more than your favorite podcast, Chillin' with Cult.Class. It also means it is the holidays. And if you or that special person on your list are looking for original, surreal collage art and merchandise, look no further than www.cultclassart.com. Cultclassart.com has the coolest prints, shirts, notebooks, stickers, and so much more featuring the best in surreal art, as well as dedicated Chillin' with Cult.class merch so you can show your support for this out-of-the-world podcast to the rest of the world. So, don't just go to those box stores to find lame gifts. Go to cultclassart.com now to get an original gift that keeps giving for years. And buy now with code CHILLIN, that's C-H-I-L-L-I-N, to get 10% off your order. Plus, free shipping on all orders in the U.S. of A. Cultclassart.com wants to thank all of you for your support and wishes everyone a safe and happy holidays no matter where in the universe you may be. Okay, so uh, follow Chillin' with Cult Class on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. Mm-hmm. Email us at chillinwithcultclass at gmail.com. You can always follow my art 
at cult.class on Instagram. And thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season, a great new year, and we'll be back on January 8th. See you guys. Thank you so much. This episode of Chilling with Cult Class has unofficially been brought to you by... When was the last time you rolled on into Dollar General? If it's been a while, you may notice that Dollar General is now your neighborhood mini Target store with more. We have everything that you may need, regardless if you're an experienced adult or just getting started with grown-up life, including bread, sweatshirts, bathroom rugs, rubbers, spatulas, and even butter dishes. So save yourself some cash and stop by today where we guarantee you that we will have slow-churned ice cream, cold, and in stock. Floor fuzz and dirt optional. Dollar General. We blow the competition's prices out of the water. Every day is Dollar Day at the Dollar General Store. Make it your last-minute place to shop for Christmas.